This is the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's the Globe's Editor-in-Chief, David Wildstein. Congressman Christopher Smith is serving his 21st term representing New Jersey in the U.S. House of Representatives. He is the senior member on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. He's an expert on foreign policy and human rights. I'm grateful that he's joining me today to talk about what's happening in in Ukraine. Congressman Chris Smith, welcome. Thank you so very much, David. Nice to be on with you. Well, thank you for coming on. Yep, Congressman, you. You, you have called Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine hostile and unprovoked. Tell me, tell me why, why you think Putin is doing this in the first place. Well, I think it is a larger, the larger context is that he's been trying to regrow the Soviet empire. I was actually in, in the Republic of Georgia when he made his, his effort to, and he took over South Ossetia and Abkhazia. Um, using the same pretext he started to use with Ukraine uh, to liberate Russians who happen to be living uh, in that part of the Republic of Georgia. So it's, it's a replay, in a way, of what he did then, uh, but it's much larger and it's extraordinarily lethal. Uh, I just had a meeting with about 150 uh, Ukrainians, part of the diaspora, living in at my office in Freehold. It went on for about three hours. Uh, it was kind of like a rally. First, it was inside the office, and then we went out and spoke. I went out and spoke to the, the group, and they all have family members, friends, who are being butchered by Vladimir Putin. Uh, I believe David he should be held uh, as a war criminal. We need to establish a court, a hybrid court, if necessary. If the UN won't do it, it ought to be done by a coalition of, of democracies uh, to hold him to account. Um, and like we did Slobodan Milosevic from Serbia when he invaded Croatia and Bosnia, and as we did with um, Charles Taylor in Liberia uh, for the atrocities he committed, both of them were heads of state. And it needs to be done now with Putin. He is a monster. Uh, and this is part of and, – and, and the proximate um, uh, trigger may have been, or at least enabled by, our egregiously flawed exodus from Afghanistan. And even Medvedev said it. Um, just recently, when he talked about the retreat from Afghanistan, um, the, the, the deterrence factor of the United States was limited uh, and, and, and heard uh, by that, among other things. Of and, course. C- Congressman, I mean, you you said, I mean, President Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan, you, you've said that empowered Putin, that it signaled to him that he could pursue his, his aggression. I mean, does the... What, what does that mean now going forward for U.S. foreign policy? Question, you know, and I don't know if it was the only cause. I think it was, it was a, a part of the enabling. And we hear it from Xi Jinping all the time with regards to Taiwan. I mean, I, I work human rights issues there as well as in, you know, Russia and, and Belarus and, and elsewhere. But Xi Jinping in China keeps saying, um, and they're doing it through their propaganda organs to the people of Taiwan, hey, America won't have your back. Uh, they will not be for you uh, when we come marching in. So it's, you know, you, you, if you recall, David, you know, back in um, when, when Kim invaded South Korea, one of the, and it's arguable, but I think it's very persuasive, you know, when one of our secretaries of state said not, South Korea was not within our defense perimeter, it sent a message of, 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 of questionable support for the South uh, Korean people. So fast forward to right now, I think dictators around the world, whether it be in Iran, 
uh, China, North Korea, or Putin. Um, they looked at that and they saw it as weakness. Uh, and maybe they would have gone anyway. We don't know that. But when Medvedev says that, he called it the cowardly retreat from Afghanistan, um, you know, it has not gone unnoticed. Let's put it that way. So it is very serious. Uh, and the people today at my, my um, office, 150 people, wonderful, wonderful members of the diaspora from Ukraine, uh, all talking about family members who are hiding in their basements, um, you know, uh, just worried beyond words, but also resolved that they will repulse this invasion uh, by Vladimir Putin. And I'm speaking with Congressman Chris Smith, the senior member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And, and I mean, Ukraine is is outmatched militarily, but still we're I mean, we're watching the Ukrainian people resist the Russian army. We're watching civilian volunteers joining in to stop their advances. What what do you expect over the next few days? What do you expect to see there? Well, I, no one can have a crystal ball, obviously, because Putin is throwing everything at them. Uh, but, you know, the defense minister of the Ukraine had asked uh, uh, Reznikov uh, for more Stinger missiles, for more, for more javelins uh, to repel the tanks. And uh, I am glad that the administration provided another $350 million uh, to assist them. But frankly, we should have been doing much more uh, for months and years to make sure that they had a credible capability to repel. In other words, deterrence, so the Russians wouldn't even think about it. And Congressman, I mean, President Zelensky appears, I guess he's intent on remaining in Kiev. Is, is he safe? Is his family safe there? Oh, it's, I, I don't think so, unfortunately, particularly with missiles and, and <clears throat> you know, MiGs and, and, and uh, cruise missiles dropping from the sky all over Ukraine. Uh, so they control the airspace and they control much of the ground. But again, that resilience on the part of the Ukrainian people, if they have the capability, and again, the defense minister and Zelensky himself keep asking for more capacity. Remember, remember David, when Portachenko, who was then the president, came to Congress during the Obama administration, and he said, we can't defend ourselves with blankets. We were giving only humanitarian aid then, uh, and they took Crimea, uh, part of Ukraine. Uh, which they still have. And now, you know, they're taking a page out of, you know, do they have the ability to repel us, us being the Russians? And frankly, they need much more, and they should have been getting it systematically uh, for some time now. We're also concerned about the Americans. You know, a whole group of us are doing a letter to Blinken, Secretary of State, uh, asking how many Americans are there. What I mean, after Afghanistan, when we got wildly differing um, uh, uh, projections of how many Americans were left behind, uh, we're asking those questions right now because Americans were at risk as well as others uh, and Ukrainians themselves, as we all know, are at grave risk. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I, I think it was Georgia, 2008. You, yep. I mean, you okay. had to help two young girls from your district get out from behind enemy lines during, a, during a, an act of Russian aggression. Absolutely, David. You know, I got a call from the dad um, uh, who... And we actually reached out to him when we heard that two of his daughters and the wife uh, were from Hal Township, were behind, they were in South Ossetia. And we couldn't, and this was during the Bush administration, we couldn't get help for them. So I hopped in a plane one week after the invasion, went to Tbilisi and spent a week there. 
And we got not only those two young girls out, and we stay in touch with the family uh, all the time, uh, but many others who, other congressmen, when they knew that I was going, said, hey, I've got some constituents as well. So we work with the Red Cross. We work with the OSCE, which I work with. I've been the chairman of the Helsinki Commission for years. Um, uh, and, and we were able, and the French ambassador actually helped us um, as well, because they were the uh, chair of the, uh, of the European Union for those months. Uh, and we got those little girls out, and we got many others out as well. But the Russians, just like now, were working with the Chechens. You know, the Chechens are involved with this aggression as well, and they, like the Russian soldiers, are absolutely ruthless. Uh, so they need the material. They've got the resolve. There's no doubt about that. Zelensky's shown incredible mettle and, and backbone, um, and he did not flee. You know, he's there trying to rally his people, and our hope is, my hope is that if they have enough weaponry. Yes, make diplomacy work, but diplomacy only works when you have the firepower to back it up. And Putin respects only one thing, and that's force. And I'm speaking with, with the senior member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, Congressman Chris Smith of New Jersey. And I mean, Congressman, we saw we saw President Biden uh, uh, announce uh, a, a round of sanctions against against yes. Putin. I mean, Bob Menendez, U.S. Senator, has has proposed what's been described as the mother of, of all sanctions. Uh, how how far will sanctions take? Uh, well, I, take I, I think bank, uh, the bank sanctions especially are especially effective. Um, you know, I, I've written four major laws on Belarus, which is now complicit in all of these crimes. Uh, they're already doing their own crimes against their own people. The Belarus Democracy Act holds individuals to account, but these new sanctions will go after their ability to be in transactions around the world, you know, and I think that was a very good move, uh, and I'm glad he did it. Uh, I listened to Secretary Yellen talk about that the other day, and she made a very, very good case. But I think we need to go even further. We need to go uh, with SWIFT and make sure that their ability to utilize that means, um, you know, it's the Society of uh, Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication, and I think we need to go after their capacity to export oil and certainly barred from coming to the United States of America. You know, when, when Biden allowed for the pipeline to go from Russia to Germany and then said our own pipeline, as he did when he first came into office, is null and void, uh, he got it completely reversed. Make sure Putin's pipeline is canned and ended uh, and stopped, and it's stopped on the short term now, and open up our own pipeline so we're more energy independent because money – that he gets hard currency, keeps his military going. And without that money, um, you know, and, and now we're talking about $100 a barrel, he's going to have a windfall because of his oil uh, capabilities and, and capacity. So bar that immediately. And, again, I'm thinking uh, I'm going to do a, a resolution and call for uh, an international tribunal. And I've worked on these before with uh, Yugoslavia, uh, Sierra Leone, and with Rwanda. Uh, and at the end of the day, some very horrible people, uh, including Charles Taylor and Slobodan Milosevic, uh, you know, he, Milosevic died during the trial when Charles Taylor is in prison for 50 years. Uh, we need a war crimes tribunal. It'll be hard to get because the U.N. Security Council, they have veto power and the Chinese will be with them hand in glove. But then we need to think outside the box and go with a, a coalition of democracies to finally – you know, begin holding these people to account. A war criminal is what Putin is, and Putin needs to be stopped. We can also try the ICC, International Criminal Court, uh, but again, that that's they have been very weak 
globally, um, you know, in terms of bringing true prosecutions, but it's worth a try. Well, and Congressman, I mean, and we, we only have a couple of seconds left, but, but sure. this is an election year. Can can this Congress come together uh, to to show a united front from the United States on this issue? Sure. I think we need a united front, especially when it comes to military aid. Uh, immediately, you know, uh, you know, we left, what, 80 billion, whatever that number was, of sophisticated hardware to the Taliban in Afghanistan. Well, we're giving about a billion uh, which is, you know, one ADF of what we allowed the Taliban to get in Afghanistan uh, to our friend and ally and fellow democracy, Ukraine. So that number has to be upped immediately uh, to give them, again, what they need the most. The aircraft, you know, Stinger missiles, uh, Javelin uh, to knock out the tanks, and, of course, the capability to, to expand their you know, on, on the ground, uh, you know, their, their, their weapon system. Understood. I, I have now. been speaking with Congressman Christopher Smith, senior member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Congressman, I hope you come back and talk more about this at another time. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. Uh, this is David Wildstein. I'm the editor of the New Jersey Globe. And you have been listening to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC.